This is exactly right. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Malhorn. <laughs> Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. And this is Karen Kilgariff. Hello, my friend, Karen. How are you doing? Chris, I'm good. It looks like you're back home from Montana. I am. I (laughs) came back on a plane. I decided to use an airplane, a commercial airline. Correct. Smart. Not a private. You know how I... Good. That that would be a waste. never flown private. And on the plane... I highly recommend it. Oh, it's very... I mean, one day, right? Yeah. This, Dare to the, dream. These Australian men sat next to me and they, I, I didn't learn my lesson. I try not to do this or tell people what I do, but they were listening to my favorite murder I saw on his phone. No. Yeah. What? And I had to, right when they <laughs> sat down. It was on his phone and he was listening. And I was like, ah, I, I have a podcast with her, with Karen. <laughs> And I'm like, what have I done? And he said, oh, I, I want to listen to it. And he listened to it while I sat next to him. <laughs> and I just pretended to be asleep. But uh, I didn't hear him chuckle very much. So I didn't, oh. I didn't uh, reach REM. Was it because you were so worried about it? Was I, it one of our yeah. sad episodes? And then where when we I pretended were... to wake up an hour later, his friend was like, did you hear him chuckling? And I wanted to be like, no, no, I didn't. No. What, what episode do you listen to? Also, chuckles are an insult. We want guffaws, I if know. not full-on standing belly laughs. At no point did he accidentally slap my nearby <laughs> knee, which is what I wanted. But I, I yeah. Really, I'm... I feel proud that you claimed me that way, though. That's really nice of you. I was so excited. I mean, it's never right next to me where I'm... Because I always look at other people's phones, their kids. <laughs> I'll read a book. I've watched entire movies over someone's shoulders, and they look back yes. like... And I'm like, I don't care. It's right in front of me. What else am I going to look at? 
What are you going to do about it? Yeah. What are you going to do about it? Also, I'm going to play peekaboo with your kid. <laughs> I'm, gonna be, I'm in your life now. I'm your new uncle. Yeah. They were very nice. And, and uh, it, 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 he very much enjoyed He listened to two episodes. So, Oh, well, that's... Unless he's the most polite person on the planet, that second episode proves he liked it. Yes, it is. Thank and you, Australian it, traveler. It, it also proves how long I pretended to be asleep. Two full, <laughs> that's two full hours at least. That's two hours. I, of I, I, I swear though, I heard, I could hear his earbuds. I swear he was fast forwarding. It sounded like our voices were high pitched. He was just, you know how he people might have had speed on- read. A lot of people. Yeah, people put you on like yeah. X2 where it's just like, okay, I just need the information and the jokes real fast. I need to get through this. Yeah, yeah. And he was getting all the jokes, but it sounded like one of the teachers from Peanuts. Um, <laughs> but it was our voices. He was indeed listening. What if that's what we're re- we really sound like? We're just kidding ourselves. Yeah, you never know. Like some you people, don't know. You, they, how do we know when you, I see green? What? How do I know I'm seeing the same color as you? It's the same as with voices. I mean, we're all so different, and yet we're all exactly the same. We're all swirling atoms in a sea of chaos. Including Australians. Yes, especially there. I'm not just uh, excluding you, sir. Yes, yes. Uh, oh. I'm, I'm very excited for today's guest. We are given Me a too. list sometimes of potential uh, guests, and you and I immediately, it was like a jinx buy you a Coke. We, we did circles with the pen pressed through the paper. There was an energy about the picking. Yes. There was a thrill that it was even a possibility. There was a consistent agreement that we made the right choice. Yeah. It, that continues. There was to green this checks moment. all the way out to the edge of the paper. So that would be eight inches, right? By 11. Eight yeah. inches were green well, checks. Well, what I did, the check name. marks became so rapid and lengthy that I had to get a piece of tape and an extra strip of paper to extend it. <laughs> to extend the check? Yeah, just for all the check marks Column. of agreement. Yeah. That's, it was at least two and a half pages of green checks. I mean, our system is pretty involved. It's a system we're of checks and balances. Guest, it's checks and balances. Literal checks. This guest. Her checks went out to the horizon. And it's out to the horizon, which is as far as she's been touring lately. And you can see her at comedy clubs <laughs> and colleges. And colleges all over the future, country. In the future, maybe cruise ships, if, if she can be so lucky. And uh, you could often, my favorite thing is to watch her online dancing with her grandmother. Mm, yes. Everyone put your hands together. Concept. For Otsko Okatska. Woo! Yay! Yay! Did you <laughs> like you that segue so into your intro? Y'all are pros. I the the checks and checks and checks, the margin of the paper. I said, are they talking about me? I had to turn around. I said, is there someone else they're bringing up? Because that is a lot of like agreement of one person. Yeah. There's so much love here for you. We're just thrilled to have you here. Oh, my gosh. And we honestly mean it. We're very happy to have you. Yeah, this time we're not lying. Yeah, right. There's this always time. a... You can hear a tone of often, like, sarcasm or stuff because we're all comedians mm-hmm. and we all want to be funny. But I'm being fucking dead serious, God damn it. Yeah. When I say mad. it's so good to have you. <laughs> and then I <laughs> yeah. laughed. 
No, I and but the way you said my gra- you talked about my grandmother, like how much would how much better would it be if my grandma was here too? Yeah. I you're the only if I were uh, someone that gives the green thumb and the and the and the and the big light the a thumbs up to a green light in Hollywood, <laughs> I would give you a development deal, and it would have to. There'd be an asterisk where it had to include your real grandmother. And th- we haven't seen that since the sh- TV show Mama's Family. <laughs> well, she wasn't real. That she grandmother was not real. real. She was clearly not old. Oh, I'm trying to think of, oh, I guess Aziz used his real parents in his show a long time oh, ago. Right. Um, yeah, my grandma, you know, there's got to be... I. I do get a lot of um, people writing me being like, hey, will your grandma do like my short film and stuff? <laughs> oh, that's great. <sighs> Is she interested in anything like that? I'm like, short film, do you hate her? Like, <laughs> I, I'm, you know, it's just like a student short film. There's going to be no rules, you know. I don't know what they're going to do with my grandmother and her weak knees. Right. No, no way. She's actually carrying pallets of water for other people that are working on the short film. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, oh, you know, yeah, it's, uh, you know, deferred or whatever, payment deferred. <laughs> you know, I, I've turned into kind of her manager a little bit where I have to sort of like read through the requests. Yeah. Have to, well, because those videos are, first of all, hilarious. I think you and I, I haven't met you in real life, but we did message uh, in the past about about potentially doing a show that I couldn't do because I was out of town, I think. Yeah. But I told you about how I really, you know, there are people who want to pull relatives into their stuff because they think it might be whatever it might be. Your relationship with your grandmother, the videos that you choose to make and the way she participates is so authentic and it's so hilarious and satisfying. It's just, it's just so great. I would imagine people are trying to, Mm -hmm. really are trying to get her to do other stuff for them because it's so great. She just does so great with you. For sure. Yeah. And I think like a big part of it is like we do it. I don't know if you could tell we're running from trauma (laughs) 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 when we're when we're just desperately just like shaking our butts, you know, (laughs) to do a Lipa. You know what I mean? It's like we are really happy making the videos and doing the videos. That's why we do it. Um, And so it's not necessarily like she wasn't trying to be in you know, someone else's indie feature. Yeah. You know what right. I'm <laughs> no, so. she lo- you can that's what makes those videos so great. Uh is she really is enjoying it. Like I've there's so many viral videos you watch where people are jumping out, scaring their grandma or making them do this <laughs> cinnamon challenge and they spit out all their teeth. <laughs> yeah, Abu- no, no, elder no. abuse, basically. It's gone viral. Yeah. And no. right. your grandma just smiles and tries to hold back from laughing as she lightly <laughs> smacks your ass as you twerk, and it's the best. It is. Chris, the I want to hear. I want to hear about the cinnamon challenge. Whether you just made it up or not, it, I want to hear what 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 is it? It was. I I think it was for ALS research. I'm just kidding. I don't know why it was a <laughs> thing for a while, but it's kind of like like a human cannot drink a gallon of water or a gallon of milk. Sorry. Uh-huh. Uh, or apparently it is impossible to eat a spoonful of cinnamon. <laughs> I don't know. I've never tried it myself because I've seen the results and it seems uh-huh. actually painful because it goes 
comes out of people's nostrils, it burns, and you can't swallow a thing of cinnamon. So so people oh. would make videos and post. I think this was an early Vine thing, pre-TikTok. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was like the cinnamon challenge, go ahead and stick a tablespoon of cinnamon in your mouth, video the results, suffer, uh-huh. and then get some internet clout, the, essentially. The best one I oh. saw, though, this guy, they're in like... Who knows where, but they're in like a mobile home and he's like yelling at his grandma. He's like, Grandma, do you like cinnamon? She's like, I fucking love cinnamon. And, <laughs> oh no. And so what? she was a hundred percent ready to do this. And she put it in her mouth and then coughed a cloud of brown and her teeth flew through the <gasps> middle of the cloud. And she was laughing, but also kind of in a panic because it disables you. Like, you can't breathe. It's Yeah, it's not good. I'm sure people have died doing it, like, uh, on morning radio or something. Like, it's it it shouldn't be done. My point is, your grandma, with the videos (laughs) you do, it's nothing like that because she's Did you say morning radio because someone did die on a radio show? Remember that? Drinking too much water. That was awful. Oh, Justin Bieber tickets for the kids, like... There's oh. got to be scientists involved in challenges, honestly, if it involves physical stuff. Right. Yep. Or the yep. time they, I was on the, the heavy metal radio show and they're like, if you, if you can come in and the comedian doesn't make you laugh, you get Nickelback tickets. It was like, I'm, and a guy <laughs> just, in order to not laugh, he just wanted to fight. He's like, I'll just get really mad at the comedians and want to fight them. And we're like, this guy's going to kill us. I hate... Yeah. He- oh, my God. That's more manipulative. Like, that's that's dangerous for, you know, your mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you got to protect that. They're just removing all the fun out of, like, a sweepstakes situation. <laughs> and then it's just basically, like, threaten each other for tickets. Yeah. Whatever happened to get these three questions right? Right. <laughs> Some <laughs> simple trivia. times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, I, I learned all the capitals because of situations like this. You're going <laughs> to make this guy get angry at me, and then when the show ends, we walk next to each other to our cars in the parking lot? <laughs> And he's still mad at you? Yeah, he's still mad, even though he got Nickelback tickets. No, that's messed up. Yeah, whatever happened to Guess this song, you know. Guess yeah. this song title, you'll get Justin Bieber tickets. You don't, yeah. you know, uh, just, I guess people have to get creative. But call me, call, call me a classic, call me a nostalgic girl, but <laughs> I, I yearn for those times again. Let's get, let's yeah. get back there. Now, Osco, did your grandmother, like, live with you? Why are you so close with her? Can you just talk about your guys' real relationship a little bit? Because I'm fascinated by it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. My grandma raised me and she's always been sort of a, she's been a caretaker all her life. She still takes care of my mom and my mom has schizophrenia and she raised three kids on her own because her husband passed, you know, when she was 28. And so she's just kind of done so much by herself. And then so when my mom was like, hey, you know, um, Mental illness. My grandma was like, look, I've done this before. I got it. So she raised me as well. And uh, yeah. And then it wasn't until like later on, now that I'm like older and I can make money and support, you know, and stuff. Um, she's been able to relax a little bit. Hence the videos. Yeah. Where, yeah. When I when I started like dancing online or, you know, playing with social media, uh, she was kind of curious about it. She's the one that was like, hey, like, 
can I do one with you? And I was like, oh, for okay. real? It was yeah. her idea? Yeah. And so I was like, sure, let's do it. And she had so much fun. I feel like she's finally able to like, start relaxing a little bit. Yeah. You know, now that um, my mom is older and like me and my husband are like, look, we'll take care of mom after you pass. She she feels like she can have fun and laugh kind of for the first time in, in her life. Um, so th- that's kind of our relationship. You're getting to see my grandma at her most relaxed, like in her life, you know, love online. It. Yeah. And love that she is cr- um, curious about like modern life. My That's the thing I love about my dad too. Like my dad, he thinks the fact that at, like iPhones exist is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. He loves stuff like, like he thinks that kind of innovation, he's so in like interested and invested in like what's happening now, which I think is a really good sign of like, it keeps your mind active and it keeps you kind of in, you know, there, I think there's a lot of people that feel like they've fallen behind or slipped behind or something and they feel detached from modern life. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, I don't know exactly how old your grandma is, but like a grandma aged lady being like, what are you doing is, is the magical. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's so funny because I was thinking about this. Like, it's like the 20 and 30 year olds that are like, phones are bad for you. Like, I, I, uh, or like, you know, nostalgic quote unquote for like, remember we just listened to, we used to listen to records. And I'm like, you were too. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, oh, just like social. I don't know if you, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but a lot of like young hipsters. Yeah. Talking about records and cassettes and ordering VHS tapes. Like, (laughs) this was the good old days. It's like my grandma dodged polio. Exactly. (laughs) And meanwhile, grandma is the one being like, what's the Wi-Fi password? Hurry, I need to get online. Yeah. Fix my phone now. I need to get back to emailing. You know, like, it's so weird that, like, you know, uh, it's it's the opposite. I guess if you have curly hair, you want straight hair. If you won't have straight hair, you want curly hair kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you're young, you want to rebel against the thing you kind of take for granted. Mm-hmm. That's like, I saw a thing where they're like, uh, the new thing was people started wearing the um, earbuds that still had the connectors. Like that, I actually saw an article. It was like, <laughs> "This is the hip thing to use now." Where I was like, "I just got these earbuds. What? what <laughs> why? What are we talking about? Don't where, they, they still where the get wire them is turns into one? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 They're back. Okay. Just oh, to that's be like so funny. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, just remember like, the earliest to the mid early two thousands. Man, yeah. <laughs> the more of that on here on the classic rock station. <laughs> this one's from two thousand five. I mentioned this, Karen, right? Where I was at a skate park and a BMX guy had those ear. His ear got taken. His outer ear got ripped off by cords. The cord to his earbuds that wrapped around his ear got caught in his spokes, but he mm. calmly was holding his ear. Sorry, this is horrifying to even talk about. <laughs> but if oh, you saw his God, reaction, relevant. he wanted he wanted everyone to feel calm. And I <laughs> never once did anything while listening to music again, just because the chord it was how rapidly it got it got caught in his way. Whatever. It was horrifying. So I think so just like removed. Yeah, there's no wow. reason to have a very strong wire Connected. So you're saying or, you're you're for progress, is what you're saying. Tech, yes. Techno, you're you're about the pods, the AirPods. Yeah. Bluetooth <laughs> uh, save lives and teeth, probably. 
I mean, I've done the thing where <laughs> I've gotten mine. I I use these ones um, when we record because I don't move. But in the past when I had them and would walk around being like, look at me and my iPod, modern life. And uh-huh. then you get caught on a, like a door handle and you get <laughs> yanked back. To, yeah, you know, yeah. It was never as bad as getting your whole ear off. Right. But um, it is a pretty jarring, you know, you're just trying to listen to the Eurythmics and relax. And then you're like, get yanked back. Like you're <laughs> in a, you're in a bad movie. I also really like how, um, you know, your, your impression of you being a modern woman, like, look at me. I'm modern. <laughs> I love that. A little shoulder shrug. Yeah. It yeah. was like, I was walking in my studio apartment. That's like, a, that's how I act modern. Just, yeah. Just, yeah. Use those shoulders as you walk. Yeah. I mean, truth is we're, we're just real modern people. <laughs> in a modern world and yep. some people you know yearn for the past i just found out that vintage means it could be just from like 10 years ago or something <laughs> true yeah so clothing for clothing stores vintage clothing stores like it's it doesn't have to be like stuff from the 70s anymore so when chris said like yeah you know early 2000s like that would be in a vintage store now does that make sense do i yes. sound like that do i sound like kind of a high surfer you know, the thing is, you know, I'm not like a, I'm not dude, known for my impression. You know, like, <laughs> I thought it was 2000s. dead on. I was like, who's talking right now? How is it that Chris's mouth isn't moving in his Zoom square? It's kind of like, you know, a little bit like a weightlifter. Yeah. And then Carol was like, oh, I'm modern. And, um, and then it was just like the best time on their podcast. That's that's what I'm going to be doing. It is. Yeah. It is the modern future. <laughs> if someone, if if we were to realistically show someone what the future is, it would be just kind of strutting around your apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What's your, more modern? <laughs> Let's be yeah. realistic. Yeah. I get dressed up every day. Today I dressed up pretty nice. I've worn, I've, nice. I've worn three different outfits. Oh. I, and then I changed for the podcast. No one's I'm like. Let, let me guess. Self tapes. <laughs> no, no reason oh. at all. Oh, except okay. I. It's just to do something. I'm occupying. I have not left the house. I wore an outfit to go get coffee. I came back home. I thought I would change, and uh, that's the future, is what I'm saying. I'm a modern man <laughs> strutting Different around shirts. my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doing things for yourself, like, you know, which is already so hard to do. So freaking props for that. Like, I'm such a big, like, I not that I preach it, but I kind of talk about it in my stand up a lot, which is like, like, waking up is already so hard, you know, changing three times just for yourself. That's awesome. It is. I I didn't realize it really till right now. Like I got new shoes. I didn't need new shoes new skateboarding shoes that I'm not going to skate in, but I have not shown them to anyone. I really like them. And I wake up and I put them on. And, uh, you know, I've been going... I'm not saying I'm being a weirdo and and not living my life. I've been on planes. I've been seeing family. But I get dressed up to hang out at my apartment and it makes me happier if I look down and see new shoes. And I run back and forth. Just like when I tried them on in the shoe store and let the grown man pinch my toe <laughs> to see if they fit. I think it's important, though, these days we are, because of Omicron wave three, whatever, wherever we're at right now, it is important to start making your at-home experience 
the best version of that at-home experience. So we're not just all laying on the couch being like, oh, I'm stuck. It's like, if that means fashion shows for you, Chris, yeah, God bless. Mm -hmm. Because you just, you got to make it, you got to make, you got to still have a good time, even though life is getting a little bit question marking yeah. here and there. Do you girls, yeah. do you ever lay down your outfits like little flat people on the bed <laughs> the night before? <laughs> I've been doing that. That's Putting the pants great. down in the shirt and a little hat sideways on the bed. <laughs> then I get into bed and I lay under the clothes. I'm not kidding. This all <laughs> sounds like a joke. But I've been doing that. And I wake up and immediately put them on. I don't want to see myself naked. <laughs> yeah, immediately. I, I wish the clothes just could seep right through you when you needed to put them on in the morning because they're already on top of you, you know? Yeah, don't don't you have a bit about why do we put clothes on dead people at funerals? Why aren't they naked? Was that, <laughs> that's you. <laughs> Didn't you? Chris, you are just projecting. No, that is someone. That is someone else. But I want to hear this bit because. Are you sure? That's that's pretty funny. Yeah. No. Are yeah, you I, sure? A hundred percent. No. Strangely enough, I've only been to like two funerals. So, and they were closed. They were closed. But that is a good point. I Why? swear it was you. And I've if you're saying it wasn't you, but you're talking about the fashion and the construct of dressing someone up based on what we think. Oh. At, in I, their open casket. I swear. Don't you think like along with grief, nudity would add a cringe element to what you're already grieving. I think that would be one feeling too many. Yeah. I mean, not to argue with this person. <laughs> no, it should be rando argued that with. you're doing their bits. We but. don't need to see our dead uncle's genitals. Noah. Yes. Close yeah, that casket. Because right. then like you always have someone like... Mm, I don't have like a real life example, so I'm gonna use uh, Snow White's prince. Sure, sure. Okay, it's a good example. Her, Snow White's boyfriend, right? <laughs> who, who like had no problem kissing a dead body because I'm assuming he was like, well, at least it's hot. I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're right. It's weird that he kissed her back to life. Yeah, because he kissed he, a dead lady. She was dead, and he probably was like, well, good thing she's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I'll still do that. You know? Yeah, he he's did. a necro. He is. He, he is was a necro, that prince. So is the Sleeping Beauty prince, because she was also unconscious. Yeah, I, I always confuse. <laughs> I confuse that prince with the foot fetish guy that wants to put slippers on everyone. Cinderella's boyfriend. Yeah, oh. yeah, these guys yeah. are out there with... They That's what I'm so like kinks. for the purposes of men like that that might show up at someone's wedding. I mean, wedding funeral, <laughs> <laughs> funeral where you know someone is naked and they're just somehow focused on the the genitals. You know, it's probably that's why you you close them. But yes, it there's is, a there's a there's an element to the audience there yeah. you cannot trust. Right, right, right. That would be and also what if you like you know you died suddenly. You're, yourself, you're surprised by the fact that it happened to you. Mm -hmm. And then they lay you out naked. I would just <laughs> yeah. be like, you yeah. know, if I didn't know and I wasn't prepared, and then yeah. this is kind of like the last 
humiliation before right. I go. And you still that have that suck. surprised look on your face because <laughs> of rigor mortis. What? <laughs> a knife? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but your eyebrows are drawn in nice. Yeah. And <laughs> a little too much blush. And total shock on and your And like face. a pencil skirt because that's what <laughs> the person chose, you know? It's like, I think she would have made a nice admin lady, you know? Uh, comedian gave me a break. This no. face? Yeah. <laughs> that's happened with when my grandma died. They put a lot of makeup on her. Not that she wouldn't wear a little bit of lipstick, but there was a lot of blush, and there was mm. just and there was a little blue eyeshadow where we're like, what? what? <laughs> like it's it suddenly makes you realize like she was in other people's hands before this this funeral ha- took place. You know, yeah. where it's like she sure is dressed up. She sure is made up for this. Someone who had no memories with her, like right, who <laughs> you know who'd never hung out, doesn't even know her favorite food. Right, right. is like. I think she she looks great for prom, at least yeah. now. Yeah. Blue eyeshadow. Blue eyeshadow is a strong choice yeah. for for a lot almost the majority, I would say, of mm-hmm. the population. That's that's something you can just make the quick phone call to the family. <laughs> I I did my niece's eyeshadow for the holidays and I did a good job. Is it something you've done before? Never. Yeah. I just watched a video and I went dark. From the outer edge, kind of gradient to light in, and then right at the the middle of the upper eyelid, I put some glittery shimmer stuff, uh-huh. and it looked just like from a video. It looked like it yeah. was her idea or your idea. It was her idea. Yes, I didn't. Great. I Good. didn't. Good. I, I I was like, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to do that. And then all of a sudden, I did want to do it, and man, did I nail it! <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. It was uh, fun. I just had an idea for you if you are, you know, I, for all of us, mm-hmm. it, from Chris, because you lay out your outfits <laughs> on your, you know, I, we just do that. If we feel like we might die, I don't know. Of course, you can't predict, but, you know, <laughs> you go, oh, uh, this is what he laid out for when he is in the cast. Right. Nice. It's for family. Live every mm-hmm. day as if it were your last, I always say, and that starts with the outfit. <laughs> Your last outfit. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. So I just start like wearing a black tuxedo with a black <laughs> top hat. I just start. And blue eyeshadow. Yeah. yeah. Your own this I picked eyeshadow. up right in the end. This eyeshadow. <laughs> All right. Put me on display. Waist someone up, talk- though. I don't know if it was like, I don't know if it was someone's bit or it was just someone like a Twitter observation, but someone's talking about like when you die, it seems like based on movies that the outfit you die in is the outfit that you're in for eternity, which is a suit. Mm. It's like a bummer if like I literally wear basically a long sleeve black shirt and some version of black kind of sweatpants every day. Right. So I'm covered because I'll never... But if you are if you have to get dressed up and you're like, I'm going to wear this weird, uncomfortable dress. Right. And that's when you get hit by a bus. So then you're in the weird, uncomfortable dress the rest of your life. Yeah, for all your- four seasons. Yeah. Every year. <laughs> every it's haunting. True. Yeah. It's true. That's what the movie Coco... Now, every, everything... I'm, 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 I'm 12. Everything I reference <laughs> is... I only watch animated stuff, so... Um, <laughs> What I was going to say is that's what the co- movie Coco shows you is in the afterlife. The person is still wearing the same outfit. Yeah. Really. Like, same hairstyle. Yeah. 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 You're, that movie was beautiful. It was, it was beautiful. beautiful. 
Yeah, you're like skeletal, but the way they can, you know, tell it's you is it's like, oh, it's Karen because she's wearing all black still. Yeah. And her glasses transferred over to. <laughs> well, to yeah, skeleton like, face. Mm-hmm. No, that's how it is. And, and, you know, in movies, which is all I have to base it on, like, uh, you know, what's the one where he, he dies jogging and then he's in his jogging outfit in heaven? Uh not defending your life, but the other one with Warren Beatty. He's dressed like a jogger the whole... Heaven can wait. Heaven can wait, can't oh, it? Thank you, guys. Yeah. <laughs> guys, you thanks. Know, I knew if it's not animated, again, I don't... <laughs> can't participate. I checked out when you said Warren Beatty. I was like, oh, I don't think it was cartoon. Well, he <laughs> was Dick Tracy. That was a car- that was oh, that's right. pretty oh, animated. I mean... That's true. It's as close as you can get to a live-action cartoon. Right, right. You got the yeah. guy with a flat top whose head is actually flat on top. Can I tell you something that I found out really quick since we Please. were on funerals during the mm. pandemic? You know, I don't know about you, but I was looking through a lot of old family photos. I feel like we all did that a lot. Yeah, I did. Because you just, you just get nostalgic and, you know. And then I came across my great-grandma's funeral, Um I think it's it's the whole like why people need to it's big on presentation with funerals and like what you what other people think of the thing is so important to people, which is so weird. But um, I realized I didn't recognize anyone in my great grandma's funerals pictures. So I asked my grandma about it and she was and she admitted that um, I don't recognize any of them because she had hired uh mourners to mourn for my great grandma so everyone in the pictures were actors that what the family hired because my great grandma was a mean lady she was very mean um like i asked her uh for ice cream one time and she got me a whole tub of it and made oh no you're supposed to do that with Uh, cigarettes (laughs) to make a kid not smoke was she trying to make you not eat ice cream I don't know. What is, I was too scared to ask. That's it, so it, mean. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's horrifying. Yeah, it feels like um, I. It's like Sybil. There's a movie called yeah. Sybil. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's pretty. That one's intense, though. Too. That one's tortured. More Matilda. Maybe it's more like Matilda, <laughs> where um, it's just uncomfortable and like negative vibes. Yeah, it's still kid friendly storytelling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's. I've never, Karen, have you heard, I've never heard of someone hiring mourners for a funeral unless it's like, uh, we need this to look like the most banging funeral ever. Well, (laughs) that's an old, I mean, in different cultures, people do it for different reasons, but there is a, there is a thing I read about now. I can't remember if, if this is, uh. I can't remember what culture it was from, but there are women who come and cry and scream at funerals mm-hmm. to be because, and maybe it's like, uh, I'm thinking Irish for sure, because it's such a repressed culture, but other ones as well, where it's sometimes so hard for people it, like to cry or whatever. So when there's people there doing it, it kind of lets everybody get it out. Wow. Um, I have definitely heard of that. So that's almost like a therapeutic, almost good thing. That being said, though, I think every paid studio audience I've ever worked with actually usually (laughs) did that job. Yes. Because laughing was not sternly staring and and aggressively judging 
the warm up <laughs> comic. It seems like they're better at that. That seems. <laughs> <laughs> were those professional mourners? It was almost like so that there was a nice crowd, like a bit a large size crowd. It was kind of, I guess, for like family dignity, and also because she had burnt a lot of bridges uh, with people, so no one was gonna come. And yeah. also something about the Taiwanese culture, something about I don't know if it's Taoism, but letting the heavens hear the crying will mm-hmm. ensure some kind of like better crossover or something like that. There was that too. Um, yeah, yeah, all of that. But I was like, God, like what a lonely death too. So that she could feel with, you know, the few family that did show up, like great grandma did have friends, <laughs> you know, <laughs> even if yeah. they were paid. The, hey, at no, least someone sure. showed up. Yeah, That's, for sure. It's so yeah. interesting to me. I like my my friend Lou Godar growing up. He he was from Lebanon and his dad lived sometimes in my small town in Montana, but he was often still in Lebanon. And when he passed, I think he was not in America and we didn't know much about him. When I was a kid, Lou would say, like, oh, I've been in a Lamborghini and the other guys were shooting guns out of the top of the Lamborghini. And I'm like, stop <laughs> telling insane stories. And he'd say, I have a big fancy house where I was born. And I'm like, oh, stop it. And then <laughs> when his dad passed, there was the funeral was in the streets and the entire thousands of people were carrying his casket, like, like uh, crowd right. surfing at a at the most punk rock show ever. <laughs> and, and he was like, yeah, look. And that in that moment, when I saw in the paper, the, it, he had the paper from Lebanon, and he showed me. And I was like, oh, everything you told me about <laughs> exotic cars and having a house and Uzis was true. Yeah. He's the sweetest kid ever. He grew up in America, but he, he has, still has these childhood memories of that. And that was... Maybe customary to be like, I don't, someone's yeah. like, oh, they they have to be shown as the most known person ever. Right. I don't even know what he did. I really don't know much about it, but it was staggering to see that, I guess. Well, if you, I've been to funerals that are small and it makes a sad, a sad occasion even sadder. Yeah. Because when you're in a big old church that can hold 500 people mm. and it's two rows at the front right. and that's it, it, it is sad. It's yeah heavy and like I it makes perfect sense that it's just like fill this up make it feel like even if you know the truth but even then it there's a bunch of people here and it's we're actually commemorating something yeah I my mm-hmm. mom's was and oddly let's go it seems like we're talking about bummer stuff <laughs> but all this going, I don't think we're bumming anyone out I just want and if you feel bummed out right now snap out of it because this shit's hilarious <laughs> uh, my, my, at my mom's we're funeral there was culture yeah we're talking about things we kind of know about right this bit. was mm-hmm. this was the night five years ago where I was performing in in a cold ass comedy club and in between shows my sister sent me that text and said mom just died and then i my name got called and i got on stage and then felt guilty because i had a really fun set this is the <laughs> night uh that happened because you know facebook reminds you of every tragic thing that <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, anyway that's yeah right. that's how her funeral was but then it was sweet because everyone that was there really knew her, her and that all the people that were supposed, not all of them, but it was mostly important people that were there. But yeah, at first glance, it's like, what a bummer. 
this like would wouldn't even be enough people for a successful dinner party. Yeah. Yeah. But mm-hmm. but man, yeah. it there was it was pretty fun. And man, we killed it. At at <laughs> you know, like Karen, you said, you've never been funnier than at your mom's uh, memorial. Oh, I destroyed it. My mom's yeah, memorial. Yeah, I've never done stand-up that well. Amazing. <laughs> and I didn't really mean to because I was like, this is the kind of thing that like, it would be so me to take advantage of this moment to do stand-up. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want to be a gross stand-up your whole life. But there were certain things that I knew as my mother's daughter, I had to say, for yeah. example, like as I was like, the one thing my mother would want you all to know right now is how much she hated Ronald Reagan. And a church <laughs> full of people exploded. Yes. Yes. And it was that kind of thing where it wasn't, I wasn't trying to be funny, but right. I was like, she needs, this is what she would want. And so, of course, then that turned out to be really of funny. Of course. And it's yeah. okay to be, I mean, that's how all three of us, I'm sure, deal with grief or trauma is that yes. uh, it's time to be funny. That's how you get out of all uncomfortable situations, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's the perfect setting, actually, for comedy. God, that Reagan bit would have worked at my mom's, too. I wish I had (laughs) talked to you before my mom's party. Uh, If I I said it at my relatives, anything, uh, it would sound like I stole it from two very different people than me. (laughs) You you all know how much she hated Ronald Reagan, the American president from the 80s. (laughs) What an interesting thing. Wow, what a curious, I didn't know. <laughs> when when did you move from Japan? I came here when I was ten. Yeah. Oh, okay. So when was that? Oh, Clinton days. If we're doing yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what a wonderful time that when we were all living off the fat of the land, and it all seemed so like it was going to be great forever. Yeah. I have a piece of paper signed by Bill Clinton because I was like part of a gifted program or something. I got put in a gifted program. I thought I was so special. And then I found out we all got one. (laughs) (laughs) Gifted program, Atsuko Katsuka. And then I was like, who's that? Oh my God, that's the president. You know, Bill Clinton, (laughs) that's his signature. Wow. uh, Yeah, it's just the kind of class we were put in. Did you already (laughs) speak English when you were 10? Like when you moved here with your grandma and... Your grandma and mom came with you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't I didn't speak it. It's uh but you learn so fast, honestly, as a kid. My sister's a teacher and she has kids who come in. She's a grammar school teacher, and she has kids who come in who English is a second language, and she loves to talk about how quickly, like how mind-blowingly quickly they learn English and from each other too. Like they mm. help each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so by the you know, when they come in in first grade, they speak no English, and by the end, they don't even have an accent. By the end, it's it takes them like a year, usually. Yeah. It's so wild. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think if other classmates helped too. Yeah, I mean, there were other immigrants in the class uh, as well. And and TV shows and, you know, survival. <laughs> when yes. you, there's a there's a need for to survive, which is yep. just making friends, you know, trying to talk to your crush. Like, you really will <laughs> jump over wild things, you know, uh, to, to make it happen. Yeah, yep, to connect. I feel like I'm sure you all picked up skills to impress somebody like as a kid and you learned it fast. I mean, that's yeah. that's comedy right there. It's like I I learned how to do impressions of people I saw on TV so that I could then go and do it on the playground 
and mm. stand out because other than that, I was just kind of like one of one of many. But it's like, here's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to get up on the bench and do impressions of the people on Facts of Life and, you know, oh. rise above. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. kids were receptive and they were like, that is that person. That was good, Karen. Well, <laughs> yes, except for sadly, and I did get in trouble for this. One of the first impressions I did on, I think you're too young for this, but the show Facts of Life, um, which was all the girls that started of all of them in like boarding school together. And then later on, they lived together and whatever. But one of them, Blair, had a cousin named Jerry and Jerry had cerebral palsy. And oh. so there was a series of special episodes where Jerry, and Jerry in real life, the the woman who, um, Jerry Jewell was a comic and her comedy, she would, she would do things like, I'm not drunk, I have cerebral palsy. And it was, she mm. was one of those people that's like, I have cerebral palsy, but I'm still, you know, I'm still in here. This is, I'm an individual. This is the person that I am. So I would do impressions of Jerry from Facts of Life, which is basically me doing an impression of somebody with cerebral palsy. <laughs> so the first time I did it, people were really blown out at that it was really accurate. But, mm -hmm. you know, about 15 seconds into the impression, the yard duty woman yanked me off that bench and was oh. like, I got sent to the office for doing it because to her, right. she wasn't a fan of the show. And it just looked like I was making fun of right, somebody. Right, right. And you were like, palsy. why are you pulling me off stage? I'm killing. I'm, <laughs> excuse me. This is, I'm just doing an impression of the show I saw last night. It wasn't my idea. Have either of you seen right. this? It's uh, been passed around a little bit this week. This uh, comic with Tourette's that where, and Tourette's is what, you, it's so uncommon that you don't believe it's what people think it is, but he's just doing stand-up and it says, fuck shit, son of a bitch. And, mm -hmm. and you, I'm like, this is going to be a gimmick. I'm not. And you can tell right away it is something he has no control over. And it was such an interesting way to watch a comic be quick on their feet because he's almost his own heckler in a way. Yeah. Where yeah. he, it would come out of his oh. mouth and he'd be like, what if that's what I said on the phone or whatever? Because he was like doing a <laughs> joke about being on the oh, phone. He's like, amazing. fuck shit ass. He's like, I didn't say that, but what have I had? He, he was really <laughs> oh. funny and you could tell the audience was kind of... In all the clips, someone put together a montage. He's so great. I wish I knew his name right now. It's funny to be... But find yeah. the comic with Tourette's online. <laughs> I will. And oh, see I... how it's really important what he's doing because that normally would make an audience feel uncomfortable or something, I, I, you would think. And they it, it was... It was really cool to watch. I, well, it's also he probably, he needed to develop that sense of humor yeah. to be able to say, this is something I live with, but don't mm -hmm. judge me for it or let me also be here as an individual. It's the same thing Jerry Jewell was doing where it's just yeah. like, right, you're going to have your reaction because this isn't day-to-day -day for you, but let me make you comfortable with the fact that this is day-to-day -day for me. Yeah, yeah. It's, In yeah. A, yeah, it's like kind of perfect stand-up comedy is what, his craft is it's it's perfect like you said he he's his own heckler so he can yeah. be fast on his feet right after that's that's really amazing yeah well, you I, know Chris, I wish I thank you name. for that yeah I wish we knew his name we'll too. we'll <laughs> all find it afterwards and then I'll kick myself through the evening uh, I'll just try my hand at the best Google search words I could try for this um <laughs> You know, hopefully it doesn't get too wild. Yeah, yeah, you got to be careful what you type in there. 
Yeah, oh. yeah. There's a Sam come come row. I was thinking about him, but I don't know if he actually cusses in part of a. Sorry, yeah. Annalise just said Samuel Con J uh, Conroe, um, and he does. He's he's really funny, and he does have Tourette's, but uh, I don't know if he curses. Yeah, it, it in what I saw, it was like almost every time it's what you think. Shit, fuck, motherfucker. Like the word. The oh, okay. It might be someone else, but him and Drew Lynch had a show together. Oh, you you're kidding. Yeah, it has Drew Lynch, who, who does stand up with a very active stutter, but and then sometimes it's not there. Right. Yeah, you know, so like the, you have good days and bad days, but I, I think that, that kid's a kid. I don't, he's a grown man, but he's. Younger than me, so he's a kid. He's hilarious. I like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were doing this thing where it's like, I have Tourette's and he has a stutter. And look, you're going to see both of us like follow each other on a headlining, you know, bill. Oh, you dealt with the, when you did, you did stand up at the ice house and there's an earthquake and you didn't even know there was an earthquake happening. Oh, yeah, yeah. Holy that was, shit. That was amazing. You're like, why is everyone yelling? It was. Because you can't really tell in the video. It's shaking a little, but... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there And it was the longest earthquake ever, and you're, like, riffing... Wait, I went to no, art school. What did we do? <laughs> what, how, what was yeah. it? Like, what happened? Yeah, I was going up on stage, you know? Like, that's always when it happens, right? Like, of course, your mom passes and you find out then. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I was... Yeah, I just got called up, so I was coming up, and then that's when the earthquake hit, but I didn't know, because I was... Dan I dance up on stage sometimes, and I was doing that, so... And apparently, when you're in, in motion during an earthquake, you don't feel it. <laughs> of course not, yeah. <laughs> or driving, yeah. You wouldn't... You would be the last person in that room to feel it. I don't think I knew science like that. Like, I didn't... <laughs> I, I didn't know. I was like, oh, it makes sense, I guess. It's when you're still that you feel the environment, you know? Yeah. And so um, so I was dancing, and then I, everyone was screaming like, ah! And I was like, oh, my God. I thought they were screaming, <laughs> like, for my dancing, for me, you know? But, it, mm -hmm. but then um, I realized they were screams of uh, terror, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and people were like earthquake, earthquake, and so yeah, that's how I got propelled into like having to quickly see if everyone's okay. Yeah, that's uh, what I remember. To be funny, you immediately, uh, as I recall, were like, "It's okay, so let's not panic." What a weird <laughs> way to start a set. Let's not panic. What do we do? I don't know. I went to art school. I just remember you saying that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not equipped for this. Yeah. Because <laughs> they don't... You'd, when I lived in Austin one time, there was a tornado. I was watching the news and the tornado, they had a triple Doppler <laughs> monitoring this tornado and it was coming up I-35, the freeway I lived on, and literally coming off of exits... And re it was going along the freeway. That's where how it had planned. And, and not, oh. and I'm like, I live next to the freeway. So I, I heard once that you're supposed to get in a bathtub. <laughs> and so I put on a skateboard helmet and I got into the, like, I possibly the weakest part of my house, but I just laid there. I didn't know what to do. Wow. It was, and there was a lot of time to think about it. So I'm like, there's nothing. <laughs> to do. I don't know what you're supposed to do. 
Yeah, me neither. Something about maybe getting under things, but there's people are like, oh no, that's a myth. You shouldn't get under a table, or right. You, sh- you shouldn't run outside. Yeah, and it's 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 like COVID. There's always some but something yeah. new. Don't play yeah. dead in front of a bear. Get tall and yell at it and do karate. It's like what do I? <laughs> Do I do this or the entire opposite? How do I fight a grizzly bear? Somebody tell me. Well, and also inside a comedy club. So it's not like you're in a house where you've been, we've all heard, oh, if you're getting a doorway or something like that. But mm-hmm. you're on stage and there's a bunch of like four top tables around yeah. you. Like what is the safest thing for? And then you're in, like, it's crowd control. So wait, <laughs> sorry, will you tell the story a little more? Because like then the the uh, the earthquake dies down and then you have to like basically get a panicked audience back? yeah. They were back. I was able to come back fast. It's like, you know, comedy is training for all kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that was fine. I was able to make sure everyone was okay. I called for the house manager. And then I immediately had a joke that just came to me because the day before that, there happened to be another earthquake. It was like July 4th and July 5th, 2019. It was back to back big earthquakes. Uh, so I just went into it like yesterday there was an earthquake too, you know, and, but me and my husband were laying in bed. We, it was still morning. Uh, when it happened, he rolled over and asked if I was masturbating. And, <laughs> and, um, and what, what, what did I say? And I promised to God I really was about to or something like that. Something, it was just quick and then yeah, they yeah. laughed and then we came back and I was like, everyone's okay. It's just, it's just a lot to suddenly become the person everyone looks to for guidance. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, when you don't even know CPR. It's Yeah. Like- <laughs> Cuz we would be CPR people if right. we, we do comedy cuz we're we, we're not that. <laughs> Whatever. Now you have to do like you have to do an emergency set now where it's like okay, well here's what the jokes I'm going to go to if there's an earthquake and here's if I'm if there's a tidal wave I'll go to this mm-hmm. and then if there's a tornado I'll do this chunk. Like that's that's too much work. The worst was people started making memes of me doing a set in different natural disasters. Oh, For really? After that, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so this thing went full on viral. Yeah, it's yeah. It was like written up in papers. Uh, it had like millions of views. Yeah, suddenly. that's how I saw. Oh my it, god! I thought it was that's a long amazing. time ago. It was just a couple of years ago. Oh, time! What a I know, but it's malleable like, construct. It was just funny because yeah, it's like suddenly me, you know, during a hurricane, me <laughs> on a volcano that's erupting <laughs> with a mic, and it's like. Guys, it was really scary. Like, I'm <laughs> glad you find it funny. Also, like, you know, I've been doing stand-up for a while. You know, and my stand-up, it's it's not bad, you know. <laughs> but apparently during an earthquake, that's when it's, like, out of this world, you know. Yeah, yeah. You got to get traumatized people. Captive. Yeah, you got to get everybody on edge. <laughs> Have you, either of you ever seen these bad comedy volume it was like a cassette tape that got passed around by comics that worked for Rich Miller, who was a booker in the Midwest. And they compiled the strangest audition tapes. <gasps> uh, and it was people that just set up a room in their house in a lot of cases, or they were doing stand-up in front of a washer and dryer into a hair comb. Like, here's my audition to be a comedian, not knowing mm-hmm. that you're supposed to go do it for real. But one mm-hmm. of the comics was a fireman, and he did... 
stand-up, one of his sets was in front of a burning house. Like, everyone he worked <laughs> with was fighting this fire, and he was doing stand-up, doing fire puns in front of an actual actively burning house. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I, that, he had to have gotten... And then he's like, these are my sexier jokes, and he's in bed. Like, he was such a strange man. <laughs> but it's bad volume, bad comedy volumes, like, one through three. I wish I had those tapes. Andy Ritchie and Isaac Witte, these comics that worked for a while for Rich Miller, had these tapes, and it's insane. But, yeah, watching that. That, that sounds kind of amazing, actually. Yeah, I, I, I hope everyone in the building was, I hope they were fine. But I would like to think it was a practice burn and they were just working, like it was oh. new firemen working on a house. Like, there's no way he'd be like, in that moment, like, this would be a good chance to, I'm going to go ahead and decide that, yes, it was not an actual fire. <laughs> but it was a real house on fire and it's, Made whatever he said kind of funny, actually. I'm like, well, that was actually pretty enjoyable because there was a fire happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really good perspective. Maybe that's the key to successful stand-up. You just got to plan and orchestrate a natural disaster. It's that. It's just that tension. That's why you all crushed at the funeral. Yeah, you know? yeah. That, right. It's that same thing. You know, my friend Namdi, who's a who's on TikTok, he, uh, he did a joyful... Like he did like a dance, like a very, he, he got in a car accident and he's, he still decided to do a TikTok dance in front of the car wreckage. And it was really funny because of it. Wow. Yeah. It, and yeah. it clearly was right after it had just happened. Yeah. So it's like, you can see the wreckage right behind him and he's just doing a TikTok dance in front of it. And the words just pop up, like just got in a car accident. Um, you know, it's fine though. Uh, you know, hopefully I can get a new car soon, but the music's playing and he's just doing these TikTok dances with a straight face, you know, life goes Gotta on. Gotta make that content. Got to deliver yeah. content See, no matter that's, what. That's the problem. It's the last thing on my mind. Oh, I Dedication. should have been filming that trauma. Uh, Damn no, of it. course. <laughs> I mean, this has been, it's been awesome to get to know you even a little bit because I don't really know you at all except for the videos I've watched of you. So it's great to talk to you. Yeah, no, this, this, this has been awesome. I know usually it's in a car and it hasn't been for <laughs> two years almost. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I was like, oh, you know, like. I had heard you all talk about cars to try to keep that theme going. <laughs> Maybe. Is that right? I feel like you did that. Yeah. We probably did it with somebody. Yeah, we. Do, I do. I, I talk about cars sometimes. We try, and now we just uh, don't even acknowledge <laughs> air. We used to go to LAX, for God's sake, and pick people up. Like, right. imagine now the, it wasn't that long ago, when's your flight leave, we'll take you to the airport, get you <laughs> oh. on your flight on time, drive into what is now a long line of shared Right, yeah. app cars and I to me it seems crazy now that but we yeah. still who knows we'll get back yeah we'll get back there we're gonna get really? back in the you car you wanna get sure. back to that you wanna get back to giving people rides all yes. the way to and LAX. you providing no, you're flying out of Burbank <laughs> you at least to Burbank <laughs> <laughs> that's the least we could do yeah I, I thought so I was gonna say like you must be at least secretly a little bit like stoked you don't have to be giving people rides anymore yeah for, yeah the LAX for sure yeah yeah but yeah but if we get back in the car you'll have to come back so you can have that experience 
because it's pretty hilarious. Yeah. It's also funny because if, you know, we pick people up so you'd be sitting in the back seat and then you're just talking to the back of our heads mm -hmm. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> I love it's it. Just, right? Yeah, yeah, which is a secret. Even when I was a kid, I noticed during conversations, it was so hard for me to get over the fact, especially when I was younger, that you have to stare at someone's face and I didn't know whether to look them directly in the eyes uh, like a murderer or romantically, or I'd sometimes I just look at their ear. It's hard to have, I, I don't <laughs> know if you have ever, either of you have gotten in your head about conversations and how you're looking at someone's face, but what mm -hmm. a weight lifted off your shoulders when you're just looking at the back of their head. That's yeah, something we no didn't part. plan for, but it is, it makes for the best conversation to talk to <laughs> someone's head hair. Yeah, then you're free. Yeah, you yeah. are more free because it's opposite of Zoom, where I'm. I've I'm literally reading into your souls, like I've been looking real deep into your eyes. <laughs> yeah, for a whole hour. Not me. Know? I've just Very been staring different. at that leave button. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> I'm, uh, I've been staring at that share screen. I'm like, oh, I got more to more to show these guys. Yeah, I've been staring <laughs> at photos, <re> videos, <laughs> <laughs> different no, backgrounds. No, no. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 y'all documents. That, that's so like 2020, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Come on, we shouldn't even be talking about this hack old shit. <laughs> yeah, and I, I and I could take a hint. This is the end of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we it's have a, to end it just because of I time. Mean, just because yeah. of time. Should we do some kind of formal thing, like to call it an end? Oh, like, sure. Do you want to? Do you have like a plug? Or is there anything that you're doing you want to direct people to? That you know, like oh, I don't know, streaming shows, websites, current so tour dates. That's so sweet. I was going to be like, oh, like maybe it's like a sound we make. Like, Oh, we <laughs> have a little thing planned. Uh, don't you worry. We do, oh, sound. We do we song. Make, we make uh, a sound as a group. You can make it with us. Yes, yes. Sure. Just know yeah. at the end of this, if you remember, we honk uh -huh. twice. We yeah, honk twice. Yeah, like oh, you're yeah. here. Yeah, choo -choo. yeah, yeah. So that'll, that'll yeah. come up after mm -hmm. these. These sweet, sweet tour plugs, unless you've had to cancel right. shows. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's just oddschoollive.com. I am on tour right now. So um, nice. some shows were postponed, but um, yeah, the website will have the new new dates. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, and you're in that George Harrison video. <laughs> oh, George Harrison. Or I just, yeah, yeah like, I watched it recently. Yeah, that was like a cameo extravaganza. Yeah, I loved it I because yeah. I like that song. You've been listening to Do You Need a Ride? D-Y-N! A-R! This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced by Annalise Nelson. Engineered by Stephen Ray Morris. Mixed by Ryo Baum. Theme song by Karen Kilgareth. Artwork by Chris Fairbanks. Follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dynar Podcast. That's D-Y-N-A-R Podcast. For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com. Listen, subscribe, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you. And you're welcome. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually exactly what exactly I knew would happen. Perfect. <laughs>